was a Tuesday that still stank like yesterday's Monday. I had just closed down the office and was ready to open up a bottle of working man's vacation when a mysterious dame knocked on my door. She was staring at me through a pane of broken glass that used to read, Sam Sharimi, very private eye. Her eyes were red like she'd either been making out with a mothman or crying. My old man, Bashar, is back in town. He's on probation for cetacean fornication. I love this story, doll. Keep singing. I need you to hide me from him. Sorry, baby, but I specialize in the unexplained, and your story's about as exciting as a packet of Sweden Low. You men are all the same. You act like you want to hear my story, but all you want to do is debunk me. She said, pulling a gun on me. I took a swig of old Crowley's liquid robe remover. You think I'm scared of a little lead spitter like that? Sister, you must not have heard about the shadow people. Terror and drama! <laughs> hey everybody, I'm David Flora. And I'm David Stacco. Welcome to Blurry Photos. That's right, the, the gun havingest dame slappingest podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're all smoking cigarettes and drinking bourbon right now. That's right, dealing with moonshiners and mysteries and... I got legs for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a headache that the Kaiser's tap dancing on my cabeza. <laughs> The Kaiser. <laughs> well, you weren't in the war. <laughs> great. Hope everybody's doing okay. We got a good show for you. Oh, man. We have a great show. Everybody get. I cannot speak English. Sold. This is actually, this has been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've discussed this, not because we were like deciding whether or not to do it, but this is just one we've been looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I think it's uh, a high time for it that, yep. we, that we started talking about it. You know what? You're worth it, listener. That's right. You're worth it. You and if, deserve this. If you haven't heard about it, uh, then then you will in an hour. Yep. <laughs> once, oh, if only the- you had a time machine, but you don't. You just have a commute or a boring work schedule. Right. And we're here to help you with either or both of those. Uh, we're going to be talking about shadow people. That's right. What? Yeah, this is a, this is a a hot topic in, yeah. in the old circles that that we like to aspire graph and run in. Yeah, this is uh, if you're considering in your head which which of the many lurid buckets to throw this in. This is uh, this is over in your 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 genie area, your vengeful gin kind mm-hmm. of zone. Could be in uh, your your uh, paranormal yep. bucket. Yep, your your interdimensional being bag, um, trapper keeper. Yeah, your your time traveling messenger bag. Even yeah, it's one of, it's one of those kind of things. <laughs> uh, so, Flora, give give us the foundation. Pour us a concrete foundation, which um, I guess is readily obvious to anyone who's lived in Chicago. You have to draw a dick in uh, shadow people. You guys, this is an alleged paranormal phenomenon where uh, dark, usually humanoid shaped shadow like entities uh, appear to people. Uh, usually they come with this sense of fear. They're fear inducing or, or maybe menacing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are going to talk about what they are. We're going to uh, maybe tell us some stories of some accounts. Yeah, people's experience with these things vary wildly. I thought it was a lot more homogenous before we did the research. Yeah. 
I was surprised. This is a this is a good one. I like the ones where where we think we know what's going on, and then you do the research, and you're like, "Oh, I was an ignorant fool." Yeah, yeah. Or uh, I do know what's going on, but there's a lot more to on this yeah. pizza under the cheese. Oh well, then I guess you were smart before, and I was dumb before. Wait, I mean, that's everybody already knew that. There's that's not news. <laughs> Uh, we'll also go over some explanations of what people uh, think these things might be yeah. or, or might not be. So you just imagine imagine you're in your home, and, and this is something that happens to everybody. You, you think you see something out of the corner of your eye. You turn your head to, to see it. It's gone. You thought you saw something move. And then for some people, you turn your head and that thing isn't gone. It's true. It's still there. There's this dark body-shaped shadow. Yeah, in in the corner. At and the that, door, yeah, and uh, and a lot of most commonly in bed, people see them in their bedroom as they as they're going to sleep or waking up, mm-hmm. staring at them, watching them sleep. They see them in the doorway, and yeah, I would lose my damned mind if I saw that. <laughs> so these things they seem to be supernatural in origin. Mm-hmm. They are similar to ghosts, but they don't have any discernible features. In, in terms of uh, no real face, no facial features that you can make out. They don't have any clothing, anything that you could, you know, make out in terms of uh, a period, you know, uh, dress, anything yeah. like that. There's a real gray area, a Venn diagram between ghosts and shadow people. Yeah. And I think that, you know, like your, your basic torso corporeal free-floating repeater, you know, that's got a lot of clear facial features, not a, a shadow person. And uh, they they usually don't attempt to communicate with people. Usually, they right. don't. Uh, they're described as being blacker than black, a humanoid silhouettes, and uh, they also have uh, shadow creatures that mm-hmm. are that are reported occasionally with glowing red eyes. Mm-hmm. Can have uh, uh, eyes that glow. Uh, Sometimes hooded. No mouths. No noses. No expressions, you know. It's just it's it's blank, just black, blank. Which generally lacking more mass. Yeah, more terrifying. Yeah. Uh, they generally lack mass. They appear almost two dimensional or vaporous. And like you said, uh, many times they're seen just out of the corner of your eye. When you turn to look at them, they're gone. And if they're not immediately seen, they're felt. Yeah. And and usually that feeling is kind of a sense of dread that comes along with it. Right. It's it's that. Uh, in the the accounts that I read, it's that that feeling that that makes the head turn to begin with. Yeah, it's it's what draws your attention in a direction that you see that motion. Yeah, with the creatures, I, I've heard that they're anything from cats, shadow shadow cats, to shadow spiders that crawl up and down the wall. Shut your mouth! I did not see anything about shadow spiders. Sorry, dude. It's fine. It's, I didn't need to sleep. Sleep tight. Bastard. Y'all don't let the shadow spiders by. <laughs> Y'all should leave shadow spiders. Y'all should get out of here. <laughs> I'm about to lose my mind on all y'all. <laughs> you think I won't sleep with halogens on? What, do what does the shadow spider sound like, though? Oh, see, you know what? Damn. <laughs> I think that's the terror. I think it makes no sound at all, and it just keeps moving towards you. No, maybe it doesn't speak, but it sure as hell does go. Oh, come on. Knock it off, man. <laughs> so many times they're encountered just prior to or during sleep. Yeah. They have been reported as as menacing people or giving chase to some people. And uh, very rarely they do attack people. Yeah. There's a real important component to that. 
hmm. that we're going to get into uh, in depth later, where the, the attack takes the form of of a, of a, of a suffocation, sure. of, a, of, a, of a weight yeah. placed on the person. You know, obviously, when the person sometimes is, even yeah, a strangulation, the, exactly. Yeah. So it, we're gonna and we're gonna come back to that because that is that is actually a really important piece of, of the puzzle. Yeah. Uh, they have been divided into a few different types just based on uh, people's accounts of them. Some of the most common types are hooded shadows. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned this. These resemble uh, medieval monks. Usually they just kind of lurk in the room somewhere. Creepers. Give a give a general sense of terror with them yeah. as, uh, as they want to do. Like living monks do. And, now, and we, we, we said that they don't have any discernible clothing. Right. But I think it's the shape that people describe makes it kind of seem like they have maybe a hood on. Yeah. Their shoulders are kind of hunched over, you know, with like the... Um, or I think it's also that since there is no discernible feature at all, maybe just maybe your brain fills that in. Sure, sure. Which, uh, which might lead us to our next type, the hat man. Yeah, I thought this was a really interestingly and weirdly specific piece. Yeah, this type of shadow person resembles a male of upwards of seven foot tall. And they, they seem to be wearing some kind of cloak again. Yeah. Uh, the shape of, of their outline, their silhouette, makes it look like maybe some sort of cloak with a wide-brimmed gaucho-style hat. Ga- gaucho-style hat is like what Zorro wears. Yeah. So... Um, sometimes the village of Santa Poco. Sometimes um, Don Diego. Um, <laughs> Did you ever watch that? The the, the Antonio Banderas. No, one? no, no. The 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 old Disney one. Oh, I probably did. Oh man, I grew up loving that. And we love shadow people. Yeah, sorry, just a little diatribe there. <laughs> keep talking. About sorry about it. The Hat Man, though, sometimes he—if uh, it's not a gaucho style hat—sometimes they are seen wearing some some sort of fedora. Sometimes the little dingle balls hanging along the edge, <laughs> and a tiny little guitar. Maybe they're maybe they're serenading you. Just stay asleep. Stay asleep, human. <laughs> With a red, red rose in their teeth. <laughs> so that's that's a second type that that's you know real popular. We'll call those the romancers. The third type. This one's the interesting one. This is the the I guess most dangerous of 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 them. I don't know. This is. You guys, it's it's such a weird yeah. It's it's subject to, to try. We've and, actually gone through a lot of work to even break it down this far. Yeah, because there's like you said, Venn diagrams, people. Everything's overlapping. This this one's called they call the old hag. Yeah, uh, this is where people report waking up, sensing a presence in the room, and they're unable to move. They're paralyzed. Mm-hmm. They see a shadowy figure creep towards them, then climb up on them, and then sit on their chest. Which renders them unable to breathe for a good number of seconds. Yeah. Sometimes the entity appears as a withered old hag who sits on your chest with a, a crushing weight. But this is not necessarily a, a shadow person. Yeah. But it's related in, in terms of the description of, of what happens. There there have been shadow people that, that do this. It's a mm-hmm. shadow that sits on you and do, does this. But then there's a lot of tales of, of an old hag. Mm-hmm. Or, a, or an imp or a right. demon. Right. There's some famous uh, art that depicts this. Uh-huh. And, and, and so, yeah, it, this is a tough one. You, you have to include it, but it doesn't necessarily jive with shadow people. Yeah. Squares and rectangles. People. Yeah. I mean, both a chupacabra 
and a river carp can bite you. So I guess they both have the same attack available to them. I think we're dealing with that sort of scenario. I don't know which one's which. I I don't know if the bucket's big enough to put a carp and a chupacabra in, though. I like a big bucket. Okay. I make no qualms about that. I told you that before we started this podcast. I like a big bucket. <laughs> you said that was fine. <laughs> Blurry photos. We like big buckets. <laughs> Bumper stickers, t-shirts. Tickets like buckets. <laughs> that bucket ain't big enough. Man, yeah. what a role we're on. Uh, sightings have occurred throughout history of these things. Yeah, it's this not is a long-standing established thing. Although, it's really only come up, like, the, the, the shadow people is a fairly recent phenomenon. That's like last 15, 20 years. Yeah, that's something that, that has gained a lot of uh, notoriety. In, in Throughout history, they're, they're kind of related to, like, the shades of the underworld or ghosts or other creatures of folklore. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically for old the old hag... There's a lot of folklore that deals with a, a creature of this type. And one of them uh, in Scandinavian folklore is called a mare, M-A-R-E. And uh, this is uh, a cursed woman whose body travels mysteriously during sleep to sit on people's rib cages as they sleep to cause horrible dreams. Mm. And they do this at night, hence nightmare. Shut up! Hmm? How about that? What? Good to know. That's mm-hmm, amazing. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. Yeah, pretty fun. In uh, Gullah folklore of South Carolina and Georgia. Gullah? Gullah. You know, I think it's the Gullah Islands. <laughs> I'm from Colorado. Yeah. I barely know what an island is. Awaking with a sense of terror and difficulty breathing is called being hag-ridden, possibly from the old British spirit, old hag. There's yeah. A, there's an old British uh, folklore of an old hag. So if you're hag-ridden... You wake up in terror, not being able to breathe. Or you've been riding on a motorcycle with a man named Hagrid. Harry Potter. (laughs) You're welcome. Very popular in Georgia. (laughs) Um, In Arabic countries, it's believed that jinn can come into somebody's room. Remember when I said jinn before? Told you. They can can hold them down and they can choke them. Boy. Yeah. Sure. Jinn. Also, right. uh, the Sarah McLaughlin song uh, where she choke says, choke me while I sleep. <laughs> yeah, this is like a B side. I will choke you. Yeah. No, uh, she says I'll hold you down and kiss you so hard it'll take your breath away. I consider that to be a oh, violent assault. Sarah McLaughlin's a fucking gin. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Also, lyrics that only a girl can sing. Guy writes that song. Off to jail with you. See ya, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be able to see me? <laughs> you don't, thought, <laughs> don't sleep tonight. You thought that those um those poor animal commercials were hard to deal with? That's just like one of the many ways Sarah McLaughlin is trying to kill you. <laughs> she ruined the Super Bowl with that crap. <laughs> In Native American folklore, specifically a, a Cherokee, there are tales of the Raven Mocker who uh, changes from bird to a shadow figure in order to steal the souls of people that are uh, dying. Mm -hmm. So this stuff has been around. Yeah, this is not uh, a unique experience to one group of people. Yeah. So that puts a... A a point in its category. Uh, But like you said, the phenomenon gained more attention after being discussed on the late-night radio show Coast to Coast AM back in the 90s. Mm -hmm. With lunatic enabler Art Bell. (laughs) I loved that show though. I used to. I had a, a girlfriend who got me hooked on it. 
and to the point where I had to like run an AM antenna out of my window so that I could listen to it before wow. I went to bed. Yeah. Art Bell, who sounded uh, much like John Lithgow. Yeah. I think. But uh, Art spoke to a paranormal author, Heidi Hollis, uh, about shadow people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, from then, it, it it's kind of blossomed. Uh, yeah. People... I guess we're reticent to write in to or or to talk about it with anybody, you know, from their experiences. But once he opened that door, yeah. tales just flooded in from people. Yeah, so many people have had that experience and never told anyone outside of their immediate family. Yeah, even if even then, today there's a, it's a hot topic, like we said, just just hot, hot, hot to uh, to research for these guys. Yeah, all of the best researchers are going into shadow people this season. It's where all of the most exciting research is being done. Nobody's taking time for stuffy asses, chupacabras. Those are for dirty people. <laughs> chupacabras are so 1998. Oh my god. Oh, is it the 80s? Are we watching Back to the Futures and the Bigfoot? The answer is nine. Is it Henry and the Hendersons again for us? No, it is the future and the future's shadow people. Look it up. <laughs> Reading the books, people. <laughs> If you'd like uh, some more information, you can check out such paranormal illuminaries as uh, Jason Offit, who is an investigator. Uh, Linda Moulton Howe does uh, a lot of investigations, and she's she's drawing her own Venn diagram between Jin and Shadow People. Yep. But uh, let's let's tell you a few of the uh, stories that some of these people have told. Yeah, yeah. These are these are spooky. I I, I enjoyed them. Yeah. I've got one here that was uh, written to the folks at uh, phantomandmonsters.com. Which is a, a great website for, for spooky stuff. Yeah. Phantoms and monsters, I should say. Fanta and monsters is just about like soda and... And, and the oppressive Mexican government. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't know. We love you all. Hola to our Mexican <laughs> listeners. So this story is from a person named Terry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Terry, Terry with an I, Terry with a Y. A Y. Okay. <laughs> two two R's. And uh, it matters to them. <laughs> and Terry writes in with this story. Just want to tell you what I saw recently. I was out in my backyard sitting a little off my back porch. It was warm. There was a really nice breeze that night. I had shut off our outside security light and I was just sitting in a lawn chair enjoying the breeze. It was around 1130 at night. Our next door neighbors were on vacation and I've been watching their house for them. They live on the corner and there's a street light on the edge of the property that lights up their yard really well. The only part that is mostly dark is the side of their detached garage. The street light is so bright that even with my security light off, it lights up half of our property. We have a double lot. Bragging. There's a little humble brag in the middle of that. God. I was looking at the sky when I noticed something moving out of the corner of my eye. I saw what I thought was a person squatting down, then getting up and moving around my neighbor's trash cans that are on the dark side of the garage towards my home. I watched for a few minutes as what I thought was a person kept moving around. I had my cell phone, and I pulled up the number of the local police department so I could call them if this person looked like they were out to rob my neighbors. The shadow began moving, and as it went past the garage into the light, I realized with horror there was no person attached to the shadow. It was just a big black shadow. It was much larger than a real man would be, around seven to eight feet tall. Our neighbor is six six, and I see how tall he is up against his garage, and whatever this was was at least a foot taller than him, maybe a bit bigger. I gasped out loud, and it turned towards me. I was so scared that I couldn't even move. The shadow suddenly started lurching through the neighbor's yard like it was coming for me. I jumped up off the chair, got tangled in it, and fell. 
I glanced over at the thing as I tried to get up. It seemed as if the noise stopped it for a second. I jumped up and ran right into the house. Our door has a window, and as I was shutting the door, the shadow thing appeared in the yard right next to the overturned chair. It stood there for a few moments, and I swear it was actually looking at me, even though it had no facial features. Then it suddenly took off and vanished from the part of the yard I could see. My husband died four years ago, and I live with my 14 and 19-year-old daughters. They were watching TV, so I snuck past them upstairs and looked out all the windows. I didn't see this thing anywhere in the yard. I stayed upstairs for a while because I knew by looking in the mirror that I looked like a crazy woman, and I didn't want to scare my daughters. I didn't tell them what I saw because I didn't want them to be scared too. I didn't sleep much that night, nor Saturday or last night either. I don't know what it was, but it scared the heck out of me. Terry. So. Yeah. Outside comes in the light. It's still just still a big there. hunk of shadow. That's fun. And you you you, you can't have, help but wonder, like, well, what if it had got to her? Yeah. but What, what happens then? then? Yeah. She mentioned it, it appearing by the overturned chair, but other than that, didn't seem like it was uh, passing through anything. A lot yeah. of times with these shadow person stories, they can pass through walls. They can go through the floor or just dematerialize in front of your eyes. Yeah, and this one seemed to kind of obey some physics. Like it went around the garage. Yeah. You know, it, it could have come through the door if it was so inclined. When, sure. I guess. Yeah. Interesting that it went through that bright light too. Like yeah. through the middle of it. But hmm. anyway, uh, yeah, I've, what's I've, up next? I've got here? one. I've got, got one. This story is from Catherine, and it comes from the official Shadow People archives, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. uh, the people who have these experiences, they try to tell stories, you know, like they they get in contact with each other, I guess. Well, sure. You you need a place to to talk. The rest of these, actually, I think are from the the archives here. There are a ton. And uh, Catherine checks in uh, thusly. I'm hoping you can help me. About three years ago, it started. I had moved from Washington State to Louisiana. A few months after I left, my sister called and told me that she had a problem in her place. She would be sleeping and get the feeling that she was being watched. She would wake up and see a tall, thin, quote, man-looking thing standing by her bed, and when it realized she was awake, it would run away out the back of her house. She could hear its footsteps. The door was locked and bolted from the inside. I told her to sage and cleanse her place, which I think she means where you burn sage and kind of walk it through the house. Then it was my turn. A few months after that, I was awakened by a tall, quote, thing standing in my doorway about two feet from my side of the bed. It was peeking around the doorway, looking at me. I opened my eyes and saw it, but then it ran away. This went on for several weeks until I got fed up and saged. Uh, Sure. Okay. (laughs) Sage it out. Well, this time saged is in quotes like... Like she took a bath. Is a euphemism? (laughs) She saged the bed? I saged all over myself. Yeah. Uh, then a few weeks later, I came home from work and I could feel a presence in the house. It made my hair stand up a little. I asked what it wanted and who it was, but received no signs. So I said, get out of here before I banish you. I could feel it laugh as it left. A few months later, I had a dream where the same creature that came into my house took me through our galaxy past all the planets. So breathtaking up close. We went to another galaxy... Yeah, I, now it's like, I can show you the world. Well, I, Shadow I, glimmering creepers, touching children, 
Watching <laughs> with the red glowing <laughs> eyes. Her glowing <laughs> eyes. Don't you dare. <laughs> Flora, you're the best. <laughs> you, sir, are a prince. <laughs> yep, but only by wishing. <laughs> okay. Uh, we went to. I, a- I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the reason I, the reason I stopped was because, you know, it took me out of the galaxy, past all the planets. Yeah. So, so Catherine knows a lot about Sage, <sighs> not so much about astronomy. <laughs> sorry, Catherine. You know, I mean, she's trying to tell you a story about her terror. You, you, you're right. I'm smelling a lot of Wiccan in this. All oh, okay. I, um, you know what? I, I'll agree with you on this, but please keep going. I am yeah. sorry, everybody. I, yeah. I have this story up royally. <laughs> I edited myself too. I could have just said fuck, but I just. <laughs> with a shit. Okay, let's see. Where were we? Oh, yeah. uh, we, we were flying on the magic yeah, carpet. Yeah, that's right. Don't you dare close your eyes. Okay, here we go. Um, we went to another galaxy into a planet. Again, I think she means solar system. Sure, sure. But who's to say what the distance here is? Right. She could probably make the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. We went to another galaxy into a planet with a grayish-pink atmosphere where there were no plants or trees and the buildings looked like tall adobe houses. Tram-like things went from building to building. There were no children and no one spoke to me. I was brought back here then a few nights later when I was awakened by the sensation of someone laying on my shoulder. It, It freaked me out. That's what she says. Oh, good for her. Jeremy was on his side of the bed. No one was supposed to be on my left side. Uh, Jerry is an uncredited role in this story. But obviously a significant other. Yeah, I, I hope so. Maybe, maybe Jeremy's the cat. <laughs> Jeremy was a fugitive trucker I had picked up earlier that day at a Waffle House. He offered to buy me some hash browns, and I offered to let him sleep with me. Boom, backstory. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> drama. Okay, so Jeremy was on his side of the bed. No one was supposed to be on my left side. I opened my eyes and turned my head and saw a thing shaped like a human, but not as tall as the one who peeked around my door. It ran away. Over the past few months, Jeremy will come into the room I am in and ask, Were you just talking to me? I would tell him, No! (laughs) It's just more fun that way. (laughs) But he thinks I am and just trying to freak him out. I swear it's not me. (laughs) I see what you're doing, Catherine. You're magnificent and awful. (laughs) A few months later, I had gone to bed early. I was awakened by the feeling of being watched. I opened my eyes and saw a face right in front of me. I screamed and screamed until Jeremy came running into the room and turned the lights on. He kept telling me to stop screaming. I could not for a good bit. Until he punched me. Yeah. I don't think he hit her, but he probably shook her a bunch. (laughs) Stop it. Stop screaming. After I stopped, I told him what had happened, but he said it was just a dream. I told him that it wasn't. I saw a face. Okay. I'm I'm really enjoying this story now. Because Jeremy is putting up with an inordinate amount of shit. And he seems pretty good natured about it. But I'm pretty sure he's getting sick of Catherine's shit. <laughs> he's ready to go back on the road. Now get back to trucking. Um, because this is just you know written, this is written and 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 sent into the site. There's some some details left out. So until I read this last couple sentences, I'm just going to let the listeners know a few things. Uh, there was an eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> so right. that's it. Oh, okay. Because she just pretends like we all know what well. she's talking about. So now we can continue. 
At the time she wrote this in, it was a big deal. Everybody knew about the eclipse, dude. (laughs) Don't y'all remember? Okay. About two weeks before the eclipse, I started seeing things out of the corner of my eye and shadows going across my neighbor's house. Small things, large things in the house, they all moved with speed. I know they are not ghosts. I know a ghost when I feel one, and there are none here. All right. Okay, now I picked this story, so this is on me. I take responsibility for this, Mr. Floor. Okay. Because this is crazy ramblings, and I guarantee right now, somewhere in a bar, Jeremy is telling his friends, you guys have no idea. Let me tell you about this chick I used to date named <laughs> Catherine. Uh, is, was that the end of it? That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's, yeah, sorry. That's the end of the story. Wow. I mean, okay, so to me, doesn't sound necessarily like shadow people. Not all of it anyway. Right up until the face part, it yeah. could pass for a shadow person story, but after that, it kind of sounds like a, a haunting of some type. Yeah, it's it, this is what I think. I think that it's a haunting or an initial... I think there might have even been a shadow person at the beginning of this. Hmm. And then suggestion starts to... I mean, what, where, why did we go on a, on a dream trip to another galaxy? What did that have to do with anything? You That's... know what? Nothing. It had nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> Well, let's let's take what we what we're given here. We've got the uh, Aladdin's dream trip in there. We've got uh, seeing things out of the corner of your eye. You've got a face in your face, face in your face, and then we've got uh, an eclipse that seems to exacerbate the activities that are going on. Right? Uh, yeah, she's seeing more and more shadows. There, that she just knows how a ghost feels. Yeah, I mean, obviously she's saged before. So she ought to know. Right. Because she's using it as a verb. Yeah. That's from my perspective. Okay. I can only speak from my perspective, but me being Dave Stacco, when I hear someone calmly say saged as a verb, that's a red flag. (laughs) I'm, you know, and that's cool. Like people get to believe whatever they want in this world. But I know that when I hear something like that, I'm not dealing with the person I'm inclined to agree with very much. And I'll probably (laughs) think they're crazy. Okay, fair enough. Well, interesting, interesting story there. I mean, just in the uh, the Aladdin dream trip, it and, was fun, and the eclipse. That's, I think because that that can come into play a little later when we when we get into some of these explanations and such. Yeah, but yeah, I I I mean, like I said, it was a fun story. Yeah, it took us. It it did take us on a trip to a whole new world. There's no one to tell us no, or where to go, or say we're only dreaming. But you were dreaming. (laughs) You were probably high. (laughs) One of these days I'll get the harmony right. Please stop screaming, Catherine. (laughs) The neighbors (laughs) called and Don't you dare punch my face. (laughs) But you won't <laughs> shut up, and now we're here. The court mandated counseling. It's <laughs> <laughs> just turning into 80s hair metal now. It's the only way I can sing. Shut up. <laughs> I believe you have another tale of misery and woe. Oh, sorry. I, I guess I wrecked the train. <laughs> uh, I do. This one comes to us from Allie. Ooh. All of our stories are from girls. It's true. Wonder if that's saying something. Oh, we picked four stories. I don't. I don't think statistically we can hang our four hats out on of that. the thousands that are out there. Allie says the first time I have ever seen a shadow person was when I was about four years old. 
My sister and I had bunk beds. I had the bottom bunk. Lucky. I remember waking up in the middle of the night and seeing a dark, black human figure standing beside my bed staring at me. Initially, I thought it was my mother checking on me. Being young and tired, I didn't really think of it as anything supernatural until I asked what my mother was doing and reached my hand out to touch her. My hand went straight through it as if it were a ghost. Naturally, I buried myself under the covers and tried to forget it ever happened. Ugh. It took a while to get another visit from the shadow person. It makes it sound like she was like writing in letters. It. Yeah. <laughs> Please come back. Dear shadow person, sorry I thought you were my mom. That's probably really embarrassing for you. Love, <laughs> I am, Allie. XOXO, uh, here's a picture of a bunny. I am now 16 and have had multiple visits over the past couple of years. Sometimes I see it just walking through the halls of my house, or I see it walking by in the reflection of my mirror or microwave. The thing that creeps me out the most is when it stands there staring at me. Uh, duh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Birdory. (laughs) A couple weeks ago, I was on the computer with my dog sitting at my feet. Where our den is, you can clearly see the stairs and upstairs hallway through the doorway when you're sitting at the computer desk. My dog jumped up and ran to the bottom of the stairs, barking and growling. He kept looking up the upstairs hallway. When I looked up, I saw this shadow person casually leaning on the railing, staring at me. What's up? Whenever I see him, I assume it's a male who is extremely tall and skinny, always wearing a trench coat and a fedora-type hat. He's completely black and very distinctly outlined. I feel very uncomfortable and frightened at the sight of him, and he usually stands there for a couple seconds and walks away, disintegrating in midair. My parents and I believe that he may be a supernatural being from another dimension. My mother recalls a night when my older brother was about three years old and he was talking to himself in his room. When she came in, he told her that she had missed the man from the other dimension who was tall and skinny. It was odd for a three-year-old to recite a word as complex as dimension, and since he, the shadow man, is skinny and tall, he may be the man that I'm seeing. So Wow. And, pretty uh, that's actually pretty well written for a sixteen year old, yeah, I think. Yep. And and a little bit a little bit of a, a sexist undertone that apparently he'll talk to the boy, not the girl. Mm, he just stares at her. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you you get a sense of interdimensional pervert. Yeah, you get a sense of of, of pervertedness with this. Yeah. That uh he came to see her when she was young. And when she turns 16, he's all back staring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not <laughs> that's kinda, not cool. Come on, shadow weird, people. Man. Clean it up. <laughs> You're your shadow people. You can go stare at adults, and it's fine. We all do it. You can go to Cafraxis 3 and look at all the multiple titted ladies you'd like. Yeah, and you know what? You're just you a shadow here. person. You're designed for it. I have to put on a suit. I have to climb trees. I have to go through a lot of work to stare at people. Right. It's not fair. And I'm mad. <laughs> Flora, get me my peeping suit. <laughs> it's made of sea sucker. <laughs> my sea sucker peeper suit. Sea sucker people suit. Oh. Don't forget your snicker bars and <laughs> a sausage. You've been hanging out up there for a long time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Sorry. So, that, I mean, interesting. A Hatman story. Yep, the dog but sees it. We, we the see dog, it. yeah, 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 and and he seemed real cash. Yeah, like he owned the place. Leaning against the rail, it's they're usually not that. They're if not I that. If I was going to title that story, I'd call it the arrogant pervert. 
the stylish arrogant proof. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, interesting. What you, we got one more. What yeah. are you, you going to hit uno us mas with? for the people? I mean, these are these are gems. Yeah. This uh, this comes in from Catherine. Wait, another Catherine? Yeah. Man. Yeah, Catherine's a popular name. Okay. Although this is Catherine with a K and a Y. The other one was Catherine with a C and oh, not a Y. That, different that, vowel. That's a world of difference. Yeah, these are different animals you're talking about. Two different kinds of Catherine. Now, the things that I enjoy about this story, I'm going to tell you right off the bat. These are somewhat more country folk. Okay. Just because of there's some like just some casually mentioned things in there that that inform you. Like uh, an eclipse. Like an eclipse. <laughs> so uh, let's let's get right to it. Hello. Well, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> this experience did not directly happen to me, but my father. I was moving away, and he was driving me and my belongings to Vancouver the next day. My bedroom is directly above his, so I often hear him snoring at night. It was about 3 a.m., and as I laid there tossing and turning, I heard him talking, but thought nothing of it at the time. I figured one of the cats must have snuck into the house before bed, because they are outside cats. That's how I do a parenthetical. Okay. The next morning, I got up early to pack the truck and make some breakfast. When I came downstairs and started making a bit of noise, my dad opened his bedroom door and poked his head out. The hell is that? <laughs> You're making noise down there! Make me some eggs. You get that truck packed. <laughs> his eyes were bloodshot and he seemed off. He called my name like he wasn't sure if it was me. Kerthrin? 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 Which one? <laughs> and when I responded, he said he would be right out. I went up to my room, which was the loft, and started getting boxes ready to bring down. He came to the bottom of the stairs and called my name. Kerthrin? 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 Is that you? He said he needed to tell me something. When I came down, he looked really shook up, and he said he didn't get much sleep. You have to understand that as a kid, my dad was the skeptic and never believed in the supernatural. At all. That sound effect indicates all caps. <laughs> and this was weird. He told me that as he lay in bed sleeping, he was suddenly woken up by something crawling up the end of his bed. Uh-oh. Ugh, this already sucks. Was it a, uh, was it a shadow spider? You know, stop it. <laughs> okay. Those are, like, those are like mouth sounds with spiders in them. <laughs> That's the worst. That's an abomination, an acoustic abomination. Y'all should leave. Y'all should leave. Oh, man. Okay. He was uh, suddenly woken up by something crawling up the end of the bed, up his legs, and finally to his chest. It held his arms on his chest where he had them resting and would not let go. He said it was heavy and putting pressure on him, and the grip was only getting tighter. He said he couldn't see anything. It was dark in his room as he has heavy black curtains. He said aloud as he laid there, let me go. And it got tighter Mm -mm. again and louder. He said, let me go. The third time he said it, whatever it was, let go. And there was no more pressure. And so he jumped up and turned on the lights and nothing. There wasn't anything in the room. He said he didn't sleep the rest of the night and wasn't going to tell me, but he did tell me because he didn't know what it was and was afraid. I told him what I thought it was a shadow person. No caps. Oh, I won't do an effect then. (laughs) I had heard stories of them before, and that's what came to mind. He told me not to tell his story for fear of ridicule. Oh, okay, so you've lied to your father now. (laughs) Way to go, Carthrind. Jeez, Carthrind. I talked with my younger brother about it, who was not at home when this occurred. He had said that he too had an experience with the shadow. 
He said that when he had a sleepover with our cousins, one of them had seen a shadow moving around in the corners of the room along the ceiling and wanted to wake up my brother, it's but was too... spider. Oh, stop it! With a shadow spider. You make that up. Made up. The rest of this is real, though. He wanted to wake up my brother, but was too scared to move, so he just laid there petrified watching the shadow spiders. Ugh. My brother said that he, too, had seen it one night in the corner of his room, which is directly beside my dad's room. I'm sharing this story with you so that perhaps it can further help someone's research in some way or another. I do not wish to have my email shared. Catherine XO. So a little hug and a peck at the end of that one. Did she really read that? Yeah. Catherine XO. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. I mean. The- Wait, you called it, though. The last. <laughs> the last one. All right. Um, <laughs> fun. That, so we get one that's actually uh, uh, tangibly filled. Yeah. Yeah. That, an actual attack them. of sorts. It's uh, spooky. Yeah. But that's the worst. Um, I don't know. Have you ever seen The Grudge? Uh, yeah, at some point. I, 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 Is that I, the one with the, the kid? It's, yeah. Th- there's a kid in the attic? Yes. Like they bring, they, they do the light and, and they turn. It's, it's right and there sudden, in her face. Yeah. Yes. All right. I've seen it. And uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I love horror movies. I, I started watching them when I was like in third grade. Sure. And I've never really been... Like, because they're, they're always, especially like great 80s horror movies, you know, like the Nightmare on Elm Streets and stuff. They're just so over the top. You can't really yeah. get scared. I was, them. I was scared to watch them when I was a kid until I did. Yeah. And then I was like, these are great. Yeah. Exactly. And then I, I ripped through them. <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 they're not, at least to me, they, they didn't like leave like this residue of alarm. Like I, I slept like a baby. I didn't yeah. Have, I don't remember ever being frightened at the end of them. The scariest thing I think I saw as a kid was the scene in Ghostbusters where the hands come out of the chair. Oh, yeah. And grab the girl. Because that can happen. We had a chair that looked exactly like that. Oh. Oh, I almost burned it. <laughs> that's, how, that's how little Davy Flora solves problems. <laughs> I don't like that. That's burning. That's burning, y'all. But I'll tell you, the I remember seeing The Grudge in the theater with my friends, and it's the only time I've ever had an involuntary reaction to a film. Sure. Where there's a scene where a guy sees something sliding under the covers up, up his body, yeah. and he lifts it, and there's the ghost's face right there. <laughs> and without any intention, I remember it being in the theater and just going... Oh, it was, it was like this voice. It was a sound of like, I would have made more noise, but I was so scared. I couldn't move my chest. It just, it like, there was something about that that just scared the, it was just the worst thing I could have seen. Wow. And that's what this just reminded me of. The thing crawling up the edge of the bed. Yeah. Davis. Davis. Glavin. Favirens. Um, Yeah, that's. That's this is spooky. I mean, because this I I like this one. Uh, this I I picked this one to counteract the other one. Okay, because this one is is really buckled down. This is what was going on. Solid story. This is what happened. And then afterwards, I started asking around, and yeah, other people had seen something. I think that that's I that's a that's a, just a damn scary thing. Yeah, yeah, crazy man. Well, let's stop with with all the spooky stories. Yeah, let's get into some spooky explanations. Yeah, let's see what's going on here. Let's let's draw back the curtain into the list of explanations that we have. First one, super simple. It's all real. It's all happening to them. Yep. Every, this is not at all fake or made up or imagined. There but are shadow people. That, they are uh, uh, transdimensional entities or spirits. Yeah. So let's say it is real. Okay. Uh, could it be ghosts? Absolutely. 
This it is could. all ghosty stuff. But they're generally believed to not be spirits of the dead for a, a couple of reasons. Well, one, some of these people know what a ghost feels like. Exactly. These things don't feel like people that, no. that have passed on. I'm not getting a ghosty flavor off of this. Yeah. The shadows don't resemble actual people. No. They don't resemble anything. They're, they're just black. Shapes. Shapes, yeah. And they're not necessarily connected with hauntings. Yeah, se. there's there's not like, oh, there's a story behind the house that, yeah. that's what's happening. Nope. Yeah. So so a lot of people rule out ghosts for that. How about, uh, what about demons? This is a more religious take on them. Yep. And and you're going to get, there, there are arguments about, you know, when a person has a story like Catherine or Catherine. Or Kerthrin. <laughs> or Corthrong, who is, I think, a uh, Klingon. With uh, kind of with the malevolent feelings that people get. Yep. And uh, a lot of times people will claim that they're left feeling drained after after an encounter. Which which is, is points in the demon category. It's yeah. also points in the trans-dimensional being category. Yeah, yeah. This would also uh, equate with Jin. Yep. I think. So demons have been thrown at the dartboard. Yep. That's a dart. Anything that you don't want to see while you're in bed has been put on the list. <laughs> That's true. How about uh, tulpas, the physically manifested beings created through thought or energy? I'll tell you why that's not the case. Okay. Because there are way more shadow people stories than there are people uh, capable of the the mental ability of manifesting their will it as does a physical object. Take a lot of discipline to be able to willfully do this, although they can be created unwillingly right, on accident. Uh, if there's a lot of uh, intense emotion or energy mm-hmm. of a certain place, one could probably be created. But again, I, these happen too much, and that is such a rare thing. That I mean, and also my understanding is that tulpas, I, they're they're physical. They're they're not amorphous. They're they're defined. They're maybe, things. Maybe they get away with this with these things not being uh, from a disciplined mind. Maybe they're not fully formed. All right. You know, they come out of the the oven a little too soon, and you poke them and. and Okay, where's this? A lot of, lot of steam coming. <laughs> Just deflates like the Griswold family turkey. Yeah. <laughs> they leave them in the tulpa oven too long. But uh, as an energy manifestation, they can be positive or negative, or they just reflect the energy of the area. Yeah. So and these also so, feed on energy. So, Catherine, it's your own hysterical fault. <laughs> the more you uh, feed into that negativity and the more f- afraid you are, the more fear that's in there, the the more they feed on that. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's a dart. On the tail of that, how about astral projection? Okay. I, I'll give you that. Could be other people who have learned to uh, travel by spirit and observe other places. It's And this is their astral form that is showing up. Watching people sleep? Yeah. I mean, there, yeah that, right. there are sickos out there that do that. And a 16-year-old girl... There are sickos out there who do that. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I, I just, I I don't know. Maybe it's my sense of fair play that someone that has the ability to astral project, it's it seems ludicrously unfair that they're also all bedroom lurking perverts. But there there have been uh, stories, I think I heard a story on maybe like Mysterious Universe, maybe, of a girl pretty much getting shadow person raped. Aye. Or, or at least attacked sexually. You know, and and maybe was able to fight it off. I don't think it was as. Yeesh. I mean, it's bad enough as it is, yeah. but I don't think it it got worse than that. But kind of got the feeling that it was somebody that she knew, and so you're like when she saw that person the next time, 
she kind of got that feeling again and, and was pretty much convinced that that's what had happened. This guy had learned. I would not be surprised if there's a, a subset of these reports that might be dealing with repressed memories hmm. of, of actual assaults or, or weird behavior. You know, like when you're a kid, you see someone in your bedroom or something like that. I wonder if there's a percentage of these things that are, that are partial memories or repressed memories that are trying to work themselves out. That's interesting. Sure. Blech. Awful. Yeah. Astral projection then. Hmm. Again, that's going to take a lot of discipline for someone to learn how to do. Yeah. Although it has you been postulated. Would, you would think a person with that kind of discipline would just not would Would fly to Gefraxis 3 and check out their... <laughs> their amazing trolley cars. Although it, it has been said that everybody has out-of-body experiences when they sleep. True. In, in some form or another. And yeah. just some people learn how to control them. So I have a dream that I'm watching you on the toilet. It's recurring. I have it all the time, Flora. So let me know if you see my shadow watching you. <laughs> let me know what you see. <laughs> that's that's got to be great cinema. I can't stop crying. <laughs> uh, you've mentioned this, interdimensional beings. Yeah, that's a that's a popular thing. And Sure. Beings that are from another dimension that might overlap our own or... They have learned how to travel between dimensions and yep. they can slip in and out and watch you while you sleep. And that's what they've learned to cross a dimensional barrier so that they can watch us sleep. Makes as much sense as it does when you say it out loud. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. I mean, what if that's the only thing they could do? They're just observing. And maybe they're like, oh, this person's making me so angry. I'm going to try to choke them. Here's the thing. It doesn't make any sense because... It's the last thing you need to observe. There's a ton of things going on. And maybe they need it to be in, in a dark area. Mm-hmm. There's amazing things that we're doing in dark areas. And sleeping is not one of them. <laughs> what if the majority of them, the vast majority of interdimensional beings are just hanging out observing the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> yeah. They're just Marianas trenching it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, all right. I guess I'll go to oh Utah. My God, dude, maybe we know that. And that's why we don't explore the oceans. What's the government not telling you? <laughs> I thought I could Jacques trust the Cousteau government. has been hiding something. James Cameron is out to find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about just straight up aliens? No, get aliens. Your, get your hair combed up. Get your tan on. Get your History Channel uh, yeah, suit. No, there's just they've aliens. got they've got their own mo, and this is not it. I, I feel like aliens is kind of the t-ball excuse here. Yeah, it is. That's just. St- I'm we don't know what it is, so yeah. aliens. aliens. Nope. False. Moving on. And they, Yeah. Camouflage themselves as shadows just to watch you while you sleep and maybe choke you. Now, like if it was like predator armor camouflage, that'd be awesome. Well, yeah, but... Get to the chopper. Anytime. <laughs> Hell yeah. Who was, who was that guy in there? Uh, uh, Carl Weathers? Carl Weathers, yeah. Yeah. And then the the big Indian dude. Oh, uh, well, there's uh, Carl Weathers. There was, uh, who's the pro wrestler, governor of oh, Minnesota? Jesse Ventura. Oh, Jesse Ventura. Oh, it all makes sense. Yeah. Oh, man. That was, that was the governor and the governator. That was a great movie. I got to find that and watch it again. And then the second one with the urban predator and Danny Glover. <laughs> Weird. It was like uh, chapter two. It wasn't even like, what? Yeah. they could have called it like Anything. more tales from, from aliens coming to Earth. Yeah. That was, but you know what though? There was boobs in it. I remember that clearly as a kid. You're right. 
How about time travelers? No, again, why with the watching of the sleeping? Travelers, uh, travelers from the future, which we perceive when we perceive them. We perceive them as shadows, you know, just observing the timeline or something. Uh-uh. It, that makes yeah. no sense. Well, it does to some people. Unless in the future, uh, we don't sleep anymore. And they're like, we want to learn about this. Tell me more of your bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> they jealously collect data on our sleep numbers <laughs> but what if uh the choking is them trying to alter a timeline i can do it i know i can i just gotta kill them <laughs> I can't i'm gonna die. make a paradox they've woken up then it doesn't work nope all right so time travelers that that one i think hit the bathroom door instead yeah. of the dartboard well, let's get a little more sciency for this. Please. Then. Okay. People's imaginations going. Oh man. Buck wild. Yeah. <laughs> when you start getting into the rational explanations, this is like just as the roller coaster cart goes over the first hill. Yeah. And from here on you just gain speed because every single explanation feeds into the next one. Yeah. That's true. And uh yeah, people's imaginations. You're you're laying down, you're you're relaxed, your mind's wandering. It's dark. Yeah. It's where you your your brain starts to kind of just do whatever it feels like. Starts to it. rip those clothes off and go skinny dipping. You know what I think? It'd be cool. It'd be cool if you thought someone was watching you right now. There you go. <laughs> you know what would be cooler than that? If he was trying to choke you. <laughs> oh, I'm going to make sure you can't breathe quite right. It's okay. You Let's do this up right. You'll scare him off in another 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is a southern bastard. Yeah. It's basically just seeing things that aren't there. Yep. And we talked about this in the EVP episode. Yep. The sense of pareidolia. Yeah. Where your brain is just trying to make a pattern out of a thing that's not there. Yeah. Here's another thing. What if it's erratic electromagnetic fields that cause the brain to uh, fire some synapses there that make you think you're experiencing these things? And it has been scientifically lab proven that EM fields can induce hallucinations in people. Yeah. Um, including uh, sounds, sights, in some cases, sensations. Hmm. Yeah, uh, focused EM fields can do this. Now, I don't know if it would be a hell of a thing for that just to, you know, some series of circumstances to focus an EM field into your brain like that. Yeah. But it was actually as a part of UFO research, they did this to, to see what was happening to people who had abduction stories, and they were able to recreate the uh, sensations of an abduction. Wow! Using this focused EM field, it was a big ass helmet they put on a guy, and they did they did well, it at a hospital. What would cause that out naturally? You know, and you know, I'm not saying it can't happen. It just seems very unlikely, given the amount of equipment it took to do it in a laboratory. Could it have something to do with sunspot activity? Absolutely, and and you know, it'd be interesting to because you can we've got a good solid record of uh, mass coronal ejections. Mm-hmm. And then to see how especially from the nineties up, you know, right? And to see how that corresponds to people reporting these things. But I'll tell you what would undermine that. It sounds like people are, for the most part, largely uh, unwilling to report these. Yeah, it's like like everyone's private little hell. Well, they're afraid they'll get made fun of. Right. Then they shouldn't write um, letters (laughs) ever. There was a paper published in the the British journal Nature uh, that described a young woman who, when the temporoparietal junction in her brain was stimulated, described encountering a shadow person or a feeling of the presence of another person behind her. Yeah, so I mean, maybe it's a, it could even be a very specific form of epilepsy. True, yeah. In this experiment, 
that was performed was uh, reproducible. And that region that they were uh, stimulating is the region that they say is involved in the concept of self and the distinction between self and other. Ah. So that could that could play into it, too. Interesting. Yeah, that Electromagnetic is. Electromagnetic leading the pack here a little bit. But wait, who's that? <laughs> Rounding the third turn. It's Hypnagogia. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, bringing the old hag back here. That's right. The old hag syndrome. Hypnagogia is a state of semi-consciousness in which a person can think clearly, yet perceive images that are being dreamed. Mm -hmm. And the the second part of this is that when you sleep under normal sleep circumstances, Mm -hmm. your brain functionally locks you out of your own motor control. Yes. It's what keeps you from physically acting out your dreams. And there are people who have a sleep disorder where that doesn't happen properly. And in some really tragic cases, uh, wives have killed their husbands or vice versa. Somebody walks into traffic. Yeah. Thinking that they're dreaming. And so your, your brain locks your, your muscle control out. And it it happens to everybody every night, Mm -hmm. every single time you go to sleep, this happens. It's called um, muscle atonia Mm -hmm. in these people they experience. And you'll notice these stories, like these attacks, they happen for about 30 seconds, rarely longer than that. Right. Um, often shorter than that. And it's a rare occurrence in which a person is cognitively awake mm-hmm. and aware of their surroundings, but they are still under this 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 lockout. They, yeah. they still can't move their bodies. And so they're throwing these, these commands out and they're not getting any response. And so while they are still breathing autonomically, I would imagine that if, if I was suddenly trying to, to breathe like willfully mm-hmm. and I couldn't, I would feel like something's constricting me. Yeah. Even though there's no constriction, your body is just not obeying your brain. And this, your, your mind catches up with the fact that you are cognitively awake and, oh, okay, game back on. And then this, the, the attack ends and people are able to go about their business. Yeah. Yeah. And that is in lockstep with the fact that people say that they think some of these malevolent entities mm-hmm. paralyze them. They think that these uh, things have control of their mind somehow. Right. And make them paralyzed, and which exacerbates the terror, because it's it's kind of like right brain left brain just colliding. Yeah, you're trying to you're trying to to have a fear response because you're also mildly hallucinating something. Right. You're seeing something in the room. You're trying to react to it, and you mm-hmm. can't, and that's making you panic more. So it's your brain is sending signals to breathe faster, breathe harder, move, and when none of it's happening, then you're getting a, a yeah. panic. Yeah. feedback loop almost yeah like the, the longer it goes on the worse it gets the more you're trying to react the less more you can't Blah. yeah and you can see how that would be <laughs> terrifying and and apparently this happens to a, a a decent amount of of the population yeah this is a a not surprising fully documented diagnosed and and often treated by doctors uh a sleep disorder yep and or 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 it's just a, a rare occurrence in a person's life. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just, just you just have one of those Mondays. <laughs> yeah. So hypnagogia, sleep paralysis, paradoxical sleep. That's mm-hmm. it's all the part and parcel. Yeah. Now that we've fully bunked it and, and talked about the science, let's pretend, or if you're utterly unconvinced, let's return to the fact that uh, these are uh, this is a real thing. That shadow people are they're ucking with your shit. Sure. Flora, I'm taking a page out of your notebook. I've learned from you, and I set about a quest to find the antidote to the shadow people. And when I need, (laughs) when I need data, I go to one place and that's Yahoo answers. Oh, so I asked Yahoo answers. Uh, how do you get rid of shadow people? And I found it. 
this person has the following problem. They have a shadow man on their property. Get the off thing, my lawn. Here's the thing. I, I'm just going to read it. This is easier. All the bullets just pass through it. That's right. <laughs> we have a shadow man or shadow people spirit on our property. Only thing is I'm very religious and don't believe it's a ghost. I think it must be a demon. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> I, sorry, yeah, sorry, because it turns Demons out can exist. It turns out that what something is, is entirely dependent on what you'd want it to be. All right. So, uh, only thing is I'm very religious. Don't believe it's a ghost. I think it must be a demon. So anyway, yeah, I don't want to contact it cause it freaks me out. He's chased us, watched us sleep, everything. He's creepy and I want him gone. Any help? Yahoo Answers takes up the rallying call. Yahoo Answers is my champion. That's right. All right. Uh, the best answer. Chosen by voters. Mm-hmm. But they're all winners. Was try using wind chimes. The frequency really throws them off their game. This isn't a joke. Various pitches and tones, too. It's not a permanent fix, but he won't want to stay around there as much. By the way, if you get a priest, LOL, don't expect anything. He has no authority to remove demons, regardless of what you may have heard before. By the way, they feed on fear. They get a kick out of seeing if they can scare you. You can ignore them. That pisses them off to no end. And ultimately, they get bored too. Oh, and don't buy into the idea that they are the dearly departed. These are beings that live on a different dimensional plane, and there's no such thing as ghosts. These entities can mimic and impersonate easily, so mediums are just their pawns. If you follow the Bible, uh, sorry, it's a run-on sentence. If you follow the Bible, it says that the dead sleep and the dead know nothing. And the idea of heaven where everyone ascends is BS too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we got so... a bona fide goddamn expert right here. You have Why is this a mystery when this f***er's out there? What have we, what have we been doing? <laughs> oh, man. We might call up Jason Offit and Rosemary yeah. Ellen Guiley. We're, wasting, we're wasting our time because here's the deal. If you have shadow people, you need to corral 16 leprechauns and a hinky punk and let them loose in your house. Don't ask a priest because that's stupid. LOL. <laughs> BT dubs. I love this. And so, but, GTG, TTYL. <laughs> this is what I love the most. So like there's this, this burgeoning war over what is the problem based entirely. And it's like, this is awesome. Yeah. Because, oh no, you need wind chimes to fuck with their frequency. A priest? Honestly. Good luck. It's the 21st century dip. (laughs) Wind chimes, people. (laughs) And dream catchers. All right. We got more possibles here. Ooh. We have a pro. An actual. Another one? You don't even know. Oh. I'm a paranormal investigator. I have been investigating and researching ghosts for over five years. Ghosts do exist. I have EVPs and photos to prove it. You do not have a demon on your property. What you have is a ghost who is either trapped here on Earth. Oh, no. Keep going. Keep I going. I can't. Because every single person's like, hey, dummy, you don't have that. You have this. Okay, here we go. You do not have a demon on your property. What you have is a ghost who is either trapped here on Earth or refuses to go into the light. He may also be attached to the property or something on the property that is that's normal ghost behavior. He may also not know that he's dead. If he had a very tragic death or a very sudden death, then it is possible he isn't aware that he's dead. You mentioned that he chases you. <laughs> he could be doing that to get you off his land or his property. Do you get my drift? I don't. I don't know what that means. Uh, next time you see him, you need to tell him that he is in fact dead. 
and he needs to go into the light. I'm going to do this next time I get harassed by like a drunken wow. lunatic or a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you are dead. <laughs> and you need to go into the light. I'm a bona fide damn expert. <laughs> oh, okay. So our expert continues. Uh, oh, Jesus. To keep him at bay, you need to get some sea salt and sprinkle it in a circle around your house. Ooh. Then go to a religious store and get medals. A religious store. Just wait. Oh, okay. This I'll is wait the then. best part. And get medals of Michael the Archangel. Now that's not A R C H. That's A R K, as in Michael the Angel of the Giant Boat. <laughs> and medals. Yeah. Not even. Not even no. like talismans no, or get, get medals necklaces. of Michael the Archangel. Medals. Like uh, silver, bronze. Don't go for the gold. No, you're never going to. That's flash. You can't afford it. The lions got that. Yeah. Bury them on each corner of your property. Those metals will protect you, and so will the sea salt. Oh, it keeps going. Really? Not this one, but we've got. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Because I was. I mean, I mean, he's he's right. Naturally. Right. If you got a ghost problem, you're going to go for the salt, but. That's going to piss it off. Yeah, and you got to get the medals of the uh, the, the, the boat, boat angel. <laughs> you can ask a priest to bless your house. I am also religious, and I believe it is a demon, so I would get an exorcism. <laughs> or, or the last person who just pisses on the parade. Oh, no. It's all in your mind. There's no such thing as shadow people. If you were asleep, how do you know he was watching you? Well, stop the presses. Yeah. We got ourselves a damn expert. <laughs> so once again, Yahoo Answers brings it home for us. Magnificent. That's all you need. There are some ways to protect yourself that that are out there. Uh, just yeah, we just went over them, Flora. But uh, but there's non- no no more stone left unturned here. There's- I'm going to keep interrupting. <laughs> but <laughs> if I could, uh, ju- but I want it. To- Sir, please <laughs> excuse me, but um, if you think positively, if you steal yourself, if mm-hmm. you if you just remain calm, steal yourself for sleep. <laughs> uh, a lot of people say invoking the name of Jesus or your preferred deity. Yep, think light thoughts, thoughts uh, of intense rays of light, things like that. Yep, not like you know diet thoughts. Um, those are some ways that you can apparently, uh, or, or like our friend Carthrin, whose, whose father was it, uh, just told it straight up. Yeah. Let me go. Get out of here. Get out. Damn critter. Or you could sage. Or it's sage. Don't forget sage to all sage all over yourself. The, sage all the, everything. Yeah. Oh man. I saged last night. It was amazing. <laughs> I sage too soon. I have a problem with premature saging. <laughs> just a minute i think there's a demon i'm like stage oh (laughs) and he's gone (laughs) so uh there's shadow people in a poorly poorly lit nutshell (laughs) trying to suffocate you an old hag nutshell oh yeah hag nut uh let's just do puns puns bring it up flora i I see one sneaking around the corner there oh yeah he just ran away yeah he's watching me who you you start? I've started for a while. Okay, this is a a, a related issue. There's a, a psychological condition where, in a darkened room, you can actually see two robot figures watching you. <laughs> sometimes bobbing their head to an unseen beat in front of two turntables, and that's called the technologic state. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Leading with a bunt <laughs> is what I just did. You know what I like about you? What? You don't go for power, you go for speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I did just, that was from the hip. <laughs> awesome. All right. I have a store for jewelry mm-hmm. and bling and other Sparkly. accessories. Yeah. Uh, it's called the gold swag syndrome. Oh, that's good. That is actually great. I have a lot of respect for that. Oh man, you want that? You want that stuff crawling all, all upon you, crushing your <laughs> crushing chest your or, chest while you're trying to sleep. The weight of that gold. No, actually, I have a business uh, that operates sort of in the under realm. It's not like you could put it in the uh, the yellow pages. But the problem with peeping toms is that they're almost always amateurs. <laughs> And they could really benefit from from a helpful, skilled professional, which is uh, why you would want to uh, hire out the shadow peepholes. <laughs> peepholes. Yeah, they'll they'll come out nice. there and, and handcraft a really well made peephole for you. No one will ever know it's there. Nice. Yeah, people might think they see it out of the corner there. Yeah, but no, yeah. they look and it's just gone. Nice and shadow peepholes. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, all right, I got one more here. Okay. I went a little lowbrow. Hope hope you can forgive me. <laughs> I'd hate to have to storm out of here <laughs> in a fence. I've got a gentleman's club. Oh, yeah. Right. It's called Stripnagogia. Oh! You, uh, uh, oh. you won't fall asleep, but you will be stiff. Oh! Dude, you got me. You, you, I batted 0 for 2, and you no, no, powered no. two home runs today. You, <laughs> you crushed me today. I love I loved, uh, sh- uh, shadow peephole. <laughs> All right, 1 for 2. <laughs> You're batting 500. That's true. Well, you know what? Maybe, maybe 2 for 2, because I got a runner on base with that first one. <laughs> well, well placed it was, punt. It was, what do they call that? The, uh, the sacrifice? It's suicide squeeze. Yeah, where, where you just... Oh, uh, just a sack fly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well... Sack fly? But you didn't have anybody on base, so... <laughs> you can't oh. advance any runners. Oh, no. I'm bad at my sports base talk yeah. on paranormal stuff. Oh, man. Don't ever ask me to talk about sports. I I just made that clear. Don't ever ask me about these tickets. These dirty haints. <laughs> oh, man. But you know what? Whoa. Flora, don't, don't move. Don't turn your head. Okay. What is it? Just think, tell me. I think there's a pun in the corner of the room watching us. You, do you think that's a a listener pun? There's only one way to find out. Sing us your song, listener pun. <laughs> listener puns. I'm are glad. Our I thought puns. I saw something out of the corner of my eye, and I'm glad that they ended up being puns. Oh, nice. So. To start out with this week, we we've gotten uh, we gotten a few this week. It's Thank great. goodness. Yeah, the, it's the, the rainy pun. season for puns. Keep them coming. Let's monsoon them up. Yep. Um, got a good one from old uh, Bob. Oh, thank you, Bob. Thanks, Bob, for sending this one in. Bob says Francis Marion, the Swamp Fox, remember mm-hmm. from yep. the Revolutionary War episode, had a younger brother named Clyde. He was a real stickler when it came to always being on time. He was always harrying the men not to be late for planned attacks. In fact, he was so into punctuality that he carried three pocket watches, thus earning the nickname the Swamp Clocks. Wow. Boom. Wow. You, nice. see, you wrote a better story than most people do for a pun. There you go. That was awesome. That one, that one needed backstory and you delivered That's that right, story. That's right, you did. Yes, you did. 
Thank you. Swamp Fox, Swamp Clocks. Mm-hmm. I like it. Thanks, Bob. What else we got uh, oh. this week, Dave? Well, our recent Miss Cryptid sweepstakes winner, Emerson, oh. hit us up with a number of awesome items. Oh, good. So let me just kick this up with some amazing puns that he wrote. We we give we give to him, he gives back. That's that's great. Yeah, see? We'll send everybody something. <laughs> Asterisk. Mm, probably not. Asterisk. But um, well, actually, we're going to post some pictures of the uh, the, uh, the the sweepstakes prize, pack. prize package. Yeah. And so the next time we do this, you'll know that there's there's legitimately cool stuff to be won from this. True. We actually, yeah, we did a good job with that. <laughs> I don't know. I always think that maybe we're just going to half-ass it at the last second, but we don't. We don't. We don't. We didn't. We have an ethic about these things. So uh, Emerson hits us up with this. It's uh, from the Netherworld pages. It's a genie-based law office called Jin Jin and Jim. <laughs> Jim handles most of the uh, the regular like uh, finance and uh, real estate oh, law. Yeah, the Jin usually deal with all the really high pressure corporate stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Nice. Uh, he also has a dance school called Ballet Lines. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's one of those like, oh, why didn't we think of that? Yep, yep. That's awesome. Ballet lines. And in his ever so generous nature is also hit us up a little tagline for our podcast. For us? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's putting some ad work in for us. Thank you, Emerson. <laughs> uh, the tagline for Blurry Photos, need a little Antica therapy? Try blurry photos. Oh, boom. And Ooh, you parts. should. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> parts. I did it again. <laughs> There's some Britney Spears in there. <laughs> see what I did there? You can't see that. Put, you can't put hear. your eyebrows yeah. down. I'm, I'm giving uh, Flora the hubba hubba eyebrows right now. She's crazy. <laughs> well done, Emerson. Thank yes. you. Thank, thank everyone who writes in. Thank you for your show suggestions. Yes. And and please, again, don't be afraid uh, at these these puns. If, if, if you're like, mm, I've got an idea, but I don't know. Dude, they cannot be any worse than what we're thinking. Yeah, have out you there. been listening yeah. to you, what we do? Do you even listen, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so throw them our way. We will love them. If you got any uh, um, suggestions uh, for show stuff that you want to uh, hear us blab about, uh, send it our way. We'll, we're working through them. We're, yeah. we're making a list and, and checking, checking it, it twice. twice. So go on and, and throw them at us. We've got a lot of great more stuff uh, in the pipe pipeline coming up, things that we're already uh, doing our research on, and mm-hmm. you're going to mm-hmm. have some fun. All you have to do is just go on your computers. Mm-hmm. You know where on, that is. Go on to your Facebooks. Yep. And then uh, uh, just search for Blurry Photos Podcast. And then it's one click away to like us yeah. and, and just shower us in, in that love and affection. Yeah. And honestly, that's it. You can just click it and then be like, well, thank God I'm done with that. Yep. And, and think about this. Here's, here's my, uh, my NPR pledge drive speech for you. Every time you listen to our podcast, and we mention this, you probably get this little hollow punch in your stomach feeling like, oh, I still haven't done that. Wouldn't you rather trade that in for the smug satisfaction of being like, I already did it, you dumb bastards. I already like. I wonder you. who hasn't. Yeah. Oh, Not wouldn't you rather be guy. that guy? Wouldn't you rather be the one that's just like, oh, man, I'm on the ground floor of this. Do that. Do it. Uh, it one. Yeah. It, it takes, what, a minute total? And that's if you've got a long password. That's if you're still on, like, Prodigy. It's all like... <laughs> you got <an> Earthlink. <laughs> 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 uh, 
So, uh, so it, it help, helps us out. Helps yeah. us out to give us a rating on uh, iTunes. You know, click a chicklet. Uh, go to YouTube. You can uh, uh, you can like us on there, or follow yeah. us, or subscribe, and you know the things you do on YouTube. Uh, you can go to Twitter. Yep. And, and follow us at blurry underscore photos. You can stumble upon and then pretend you found us on accident, but yep. really it was a willful act on your part. We love then, that too. And then uh, send us a picture of a thumbs up on there. I think that's what they do. Uh, you get you get a, an intern elf. It's a little elf and you just collect them for, um, for liking things. I'm into Build yourself an intern elf shelf. Jesus. God. That just came out. Yeah. Stop us. <laughs> Uh, you know what it. to do. Yeah, yeah. We, it helps us out a lot. Uh, uh, makes us look uh, legitimate, and then yeah. we'll get uh, really cool uh, guests on here, like Ken Hyde. Oh man, to yeah. Talk about about really cool stuff, and then who knows? Maybe we'll go to like uh, the Paradigm Symposium or uh, something cool, some cool convention, and get to know some people. And... Brother, can you spare a paradigm? Mm. Oh. Wait, you heard that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember where. You had that that shit-eating grin on your yeah. face that said, "I'm not making this up, but yeah. I'm stealing." Yeah. Anyways, thanks thanks for you guys who have uh, liked us and rated us and and everything. We really really appreciate that, and thanks for listening just in general. Yeah. Yo. Thank you, man. We're gonna keep uh, cranking some stuff out as long as you keep uh, loving on us. So that's right. Keep loving us. For this episode of Blurry Photos, however, uh huh, I have been David the Shadow Spider Flora. Oh, you bastard. And I'm David the Old Hag Stecco. A couple weeks ago, I was on the computer with my dog sitting at my feet. Where I didn't, where I didn't, God, why can't, where am I, this, this is automatically southern for me, for some, where I Danny is, <clears throat> where I, <laughs> man, Catherine, I'm going to start slapping you, <laughs> no, don't do it, where our den is, you can clearly see the stairs and, <laughs> It's an aftershock. Where I knew it. You were staring at me. I had two chances.